This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, June 13, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. Foreign intelligence gathering is a key component to keep the United States safe from attack, but it should also respect the rights of Americans against government intrusion. John McCain's posturing on both sides of the issue of foreign intelligence leaves civil libertarians wanting for someone with a little more substance on behalf of individual liberty. Cato Institute adjunct scholar Tim Lee comments. In 2005, John McCain said he was very iffy on this issue of giving telecoms immunity as part of uh, reform of FISA Mm -hmm. and said that we should be very careful about how it goes forward. We, at the very least, should do a lot of hand-wringing over it if if it does pass. But in in 2008, he voted for uh, giving telecoms immunity without any of the things that he thought ought to be included. That that's right. He he seems to have been sort of saying one thing and doing another. Um, even as late as December two thousand seven, he was giving media statements that um, maybe telecom immunity is okay, but at the very least there needs to be hearings. We need to figure out what's happened, and we need to make sure that it's done in a way that um, the telecom companies understand that they shouldn't do this again. Um, and then in February uh, of this year, the um, Senate came up with legislation that um, didn't meet any of those criteria that simply said um, anything the telecom companies may have done to assist with uh, with surveillance activities since September 2001 is f- forgiven and, you know, no hearings, no penalties, no, you know, n- not even a provision that says, you know, and you can't do it in the future, you know, we really mean it this time. Right. So you have the moral hazard issue is still there for telecoms that may want to engage in the same activity in the future. And having seen the previous examples, say, ah, well, well, we can probably get out of this. That's right. And, and we, have to, we have to remember that the, the executive branch, the president, has enormous ability to exert pressure on companies to do what he wants. I mean, the, you know, for example, the, the NSA gives out contracts to these companies um, to uh, you know, perform various services, many of them are quite legitimate, um, but the, the White House can sort of imply, you know, well, if you don't give us this this time, well, maybe we'll assign, reassign this contract to somebody else. So it's very important if we want um, our telecom companies to act as, uh, as guardians of the rights of their customers, it's very important that they have this countervailing incentive that they know that if they break the law, if they participate in an illegal program, um, that there will be legal incentives and er, legal consequences. And that's exactly what, um, what the law said, what the law says right now. Now, years ago, though, and even in 2005, McCain, in his statement regarding telecom immunity, he stopped short of saying it's bad. Yeah, that's true. He's he's been he's I mean he's a politician, so he's tried to sort of have it both ways. Um, he's tried to say, um, well, maybe there are cases where we should grant immunity. Maybe there are cases. He's also said that the president probably does need broader authority. But on the other hand, he's at least rhetorically upheld this point about the rule of law, that the president can't just break the law. The president has to come to Congress and say, here's the new authority I need, um, have a debate about it, and have Congress you know, bless the, the new program before it starts, um, when in fact this is not what the Bush administration has done. And McCain's actions have not been um, as aggressive as I think they should have been in backing up that rhetoric and saying, well, because the Bush administration hasn't done what they said they're going to do, um, there have to be consequences either for um, for the administration or for the companies that participated in these programs. The obvious difference between 2005 McCain and 2008 McCain is that he's now officially a candidate for president. 
I think that's part of it. Although remember, it, it has happened in 2007 too. I think he's. It's it's not so much that he's changed his position as that he's trying to to straddle the fence to say he's both on the side of the rule of law and on the side of giving the president more authority with very little accountability. And and he's hoping, I guess, that people aren't paying attention, that they will um, hear his rhetoric, that the civil libertarians will hear his rhetoric and um, be mollified by that, whereas the the you know partisans for executive power will see his his actions and um, and and be happy with that. And the problem is that his words and his actions are not really consistent. Uh, Declan McCullough uh, on uh, his blog at CNET raises this question. Beyond wiretapping, that touches on topics such as John Yu's so-called torture memos, the applicability of the Geneva Convention to detainees, Bush's signing statements, and military commissions, because essentially has sort of questioned the Bush administration policy on one area and then went ahead and voted to allow that policy to continue. And uh, that, that's suggesting right. it raises questions in other areas of uh, as, civil liberties. As Republicans go, John McCain has been rhetorically better than most in terms of the, the principle of the rule of law, the principle that the president is uh, accountable to the law and that the president can't ignore the law and do what he wants. But when um, push comes to shove, he has tended to um, to not back up those words with strong actions. He's, in, in the case of the torture memos, or the, the torture legislation, he initially took a very hard line, but then participated in a compromise that essentially you know, allowed, you know, gave Congress's blessing to, to some of the, the torture that, that has been going on. Um, and so you see this again and again. And it's not that surprising, because remember that there's a reasonable chance that in a few months John McCain will be president. And, you know, he, while he probably has some... Uh, attachment to the rule of law, he is going to be president, and he probably doesn't want to be overly constrained by, um, you know, by, by laws. If, if he decides that he wants to do something, he presumably, it's, it's more convenient if, if he doesn't have to be tied down by this sort of thing. So um, I don't think it's that surprising that, that his words and his actions have been out of sync. Tim Lee is an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute. Read more on foreign intelligence gathering at cato.org.